I came across today's guest via SoulTracks.com, which is an online resource dedicated to classic and modern soul music. Uh, at the time, being a bit uh, disenchanted with the state of soul music and the blues, for that matter, she was a much-needed breath of fresh air. Uh, we just heard the single that introduced me to her entitled He Said, She Said, and in turn, I introduce you to and welcome to what previously would have been the WRG phone line, but now is Zoom, the dynamic, lovely, and talented vocalist and songwriter, Akantha Lang. Good day to you, Akantha. What's up, Lee? How you doing? All is well on this end. Getting better all the time. That's the idea in this life, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> thanks in abundance uh, for making the time to join us. We sincerely appreciate it. And of course, uh, prior to this interview, I needed to make sure I had the correct pronunciation of your first name, uh, which is quite an interesting name. Uh, tell us a little bit about the origin or the inspiration for your first name. Okay, so my, uh, my name is Akantha, uh, first name, um, and my mom got it out of the Greek, uh, Greek uh, from Greek mythology. I thought so. Um, and she, Akantha was, yeah, so Akantha was like a forest fairy um, who was turned into a tree by Apollo. Um, yeah, and apparently Apollo was notorious for um, doing, um, you know, crazy things like turning people into rocks and trees and stuff. So Acantha was, uh, was uh, definitely, you know, you know um, part of that whole scene. <laughs> okay, okay. And I remember yeah. that story. Thanks, thanks so much for uh, uh, jarring my memory, the recall. I appreciate that. Um, no problem. <laughs> as mentioned in our introduction, you are a vocalist and songwriter. Do you have any other musical disciplines that you'd like to mention? Um, um, no, I'm just, you know, I focus on just um, singing soul. Soul music is my thing. Um, I don't right. play any instrument. I did, I did like, you know, in grade school, I played like the clarinet for br very briefly because I'm from New Orleans. So the clarinet is a big, you know, a big uh, instrument down, down in town. So I did that for a little bit. And, and of course, like, you remember those little brown recorders? <laughs> I, I played I, that I remember, for a little bit. Uh, practicing on those in elementary school, as a matter of fact. I think they came in red and green. That's right, and um, and and the sound from those things were horrendous. But you know, <laughs> I used to mess around with that for a little bit. But no, I'm I'm primarily a um, soul singer. I would like to learn how to play the piano at some point, but right now I'm just launching myself as a as a uh, recording artist right now. Okay, okay. And for some reason, I, I figured you 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 dabbled, you tinkled the keys. For some reason, you just give off that that type of vibe. Really? Okay. So, yeah, so you know, maybe, maybe that's things to come, you know, what, what, what you're looking that's for right. is looking for you, right? That's right. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm heavily inspired by Nina Simone. I love, Ooh. you know, uh, Nina Simone on key, like her, uh, I mean, she was playing piano, like when she was like three years old though. So classically trained. But, yeah. Yeah. That's right. From very young. Um, so yeah. Um, but yeah, I would love to, 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 to visit that and at some point. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, the single of yours that we just heard, he said, she said, that seems to be, and surely you'll correct me if I'm wrong, uh, part of a series of single releases as opposed to an album release. Um, is, is that correct? It's, it's part of a, a, a series of singles? Yes. Yes. I, um, I launched, um, so before um, COVID hit, I was primarily, my career was all live, you know, I was doing just live gigs. Yes. And um, 
And I have, in February 2019, I went into the studio for the first time with my band to record half of my forthcoming album. Mm. Now, when COVID hit, mm. it delayed everything, okay? So I was just like, okay, I'm sitting on this music. And then, you know, the COVID hit, and I, I just was like, you know what? I'm not going to let this stop stop me from releasing. So in October 2020, in the middle of this pandemic, I just released He Said, She Said, the song that you heard. And um, it was received really well. And I just, you know, once you start, you know, I, once I launched myself as an artist, I just say, you know, I'm going to keep the momentum going. And I released my second single, which was a song about my mom's life in New Orleans called right. na named after her called Lewis Lane. I mm -hmm. released that in February of this year. And then I just I, I continued and I released my third single um, three weeks ago uh, called Whatever Happens to Our Love. So that's the new song that's out. Right. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm gonna keep releasing singles up until the album later this year. And, and that's and that's working smart, uh, and somewhat of a throwback to the '50s and '60s when uh, singles were typically released first, uh, mm -hmm. or a series of singles like you're doing uh, to build up interest for the forthcoming album. That's if right. There was, was going to be one in some cases. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's working smart, and I and I applaud you for. Uh, uh, you know, adjusting accordingly to the whole pandemic, the global pandemic, and, and uh, to press on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's just, you know, there's so much music out. Pe people consume music in a different way nowadays. Everything's just fast and like, what's the next song? And I, I forgot the yeah. stats on how many songs are released per day on mm. these um, streaming platforms. So it's just all about, you know, building that um, audience, uh, just being discovered, you know, having music out there and keeping the momentum um, and finding your core fan, core, finding your audience, your, your, who your, your, your fans and where, where they are. And yeah, that's all, I'm three singles in and um, yeah, just building. Yeah. And you found me, so, you know, it's working. And I'm out there. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So desired results. Uh <laughs> Because mm -hmm. uh, you, again, you were like a breath of fresh air. Uh, oh, thank you. Mentioned, with so much music uh, released, uh, you, you know, it's, I would imagine it's hard for an artist these days to differentiate themselves from, from the pack. But uh, mm -hmm. you did, uh, to me. And, and obviously to a lot more people, because I, I see that you're getting quite a bit of press uh, stateside as well as in the UK and beyond. Uh, and uh, he said, she said, was introduced to me as a live performance video, as a matter of fact. And from the jump, earned my attention. Uh, your dynamic vocals complementing an absolutely phenomenal band. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, it was high energy. Absolutely fantastic job. Well done. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Listeners were in conversation with dynamic vocalist and songwriter Akantha Lang in regards to her most mu recent musical offerings and much, much more. Uh, you mentioned the second release single release, Lois Lane. And mm -hmm. that was uh, the wonderfully beautiful follow-up single inspired by and dedicated to your mother. Uh, it also mm -hmm. seemed to me kind of a play on the fictional uh, Clark Kent's uh, co-worker, Lois Lane, uh, <laughs> as well, you know, but I, I'm surely that's your mother's uh, given name, correct? Yeah, well, so my mom's maiden name was Lo Lois Jackson, and then, you know, she married my, my dad, and then it became Lois Lang with a G. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I referenced that in the song. I always thought she was actually, um, my mom, would, before she retired, she was actually a secretary, like Lois Lang in the Superman films. <laughs> so she would always get, like, you know, people... Um, 
you know, kind of lightly teasing her when they would see her name on the, uh, on her nameplate on her desk, you know. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so in the song, you know, I just referenced that in the, um, lightly referenced that in the chorus, you know, her name is Lois Lane, but she ain't have no Superman. Yeah. And just basically that line is, you know, she's a single parent pretty much, you know. Yeah, yeah, a queen, mm -hmm. queen huh? Yeah. Going down in New Orleans, Nola told you. Uh, That's <laughs> we learned a little bit about your mother, as you just mentioned, via the song Lois Lang. Uh, did she play a role uh, in your musical development besides the obvious? I mean, she's, you know, uh, your mother. But she, she brought me into the world, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but did she play my, a role in, that, in your actual musical uh, development? No, actually, I didn't grow. I always say, you know, I, did, I, did, I had a very unusual kind of, upbringing I, I didn't grow up in a in a, in a gospel baptist church okay. you know i didn't grow up with music in the house um i literally um you know i was sing. i knew i could sing you know from a very early early age i could hold a note now i had an infinity for listening to music on the radio and when i hear something i'd be singing along but you know it's something i had to kind of really find uh, um just by you know living life you know yeah. you know yeah um moving to New York City from New Orleans I moved to New York and I ended up in Harlem and I discovered um I started singing the blues you know in Harlem like mm -hmm. sounds so cliche but I did and that's how I kind of like really got into um you know developing myself and my sound as a as a, as a singer yeah um but it took time it took time to find it you know I was I I, I kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do um mm -hmm. And um, it, it, I, I found it. I'm so happy I did. Yeah, yeah. And that's part of the journey, you know? The journey is everything. Right. Not, not yes, the journey is everything. Destination. <laughs> but the mm -hmm. journey is everything. So, again, uh, it seems as though you gravitated to, to what was looking for you. Moving mm -hmm. on spirit. So that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, who are some of your, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. You mentioned Nina Simone. Uh, who mm -hmm. are some of your vocal uh, influences, other, you know, besides Nina Simone? Who, who else? So, you know, of course, of course, like the, the, the thing is, is that when I, when I was doing the blues in Harlem, um, I, Harlem uh, blues. All right. that's right. Harlem blues. My ex-boyfriend at the time had a restaurant, like a supper club. And, um, and every Monday night we created this show called Monday night blues. And so I started really kind of, um, being heavily influenced by, you know, the, the blues greats, um, like BB King and, Bobby Blue Bland and Little Walter and Coco Taylor, the Queen yeah. of Blues. Those voices um, gave me my foundation um, in, you know, building my sound as, as a singer. And then, of course, on top of that, you got the Queen of Soul, of course, Aretha Franklin. All right. And then, but I was I, I I've always been drawn to um, tones um, mm -hmm. like like heavy like smoky tones like Gladys yeah. Knight you know, Millie Jackson, mm -hmm. um, Mavis Staples, mm. Etta James, those kind of voices, Nina Simone, of course, and, um, you know, yeah, those, those kind of, the, I'm, I'm heavily influenced by those voices, like and, I would say. And, and not so coincidentally, all contraltos, like yourself. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, we're in conversation with the dynamic vocalist and songwriter, Akantha Lang, in regards to her most recent musical offerings and much more. Uh, you mentioned that you uh, did a stint in New York uh, and uh, I'm assuming that you made your way to the UK from there. Yeah, so um, 
So from from the Harlem night, um, I started working at this um, singing at this nightclub in New in the Lower East Side in New York City, um, which ended up um, being this amazing kind of like um, one of like the hottest nightclub uh, cabaret shows in New York. And they opened up a club in London, and that's how I I, I moved. They moved me over to London to kind of work at the uh, sing at the club in London. And after a couple of years, um, I decided to kind of just stay in London and really work on my music as a, as a, as a, a artist. And, um, and I've been in London for about eight years now living. And um, that's what that the band is, you know, my band is here and it's just been incredible. Like, you know, just kind of coming, coming over here. They really respect and um, champion uh, blues singers from New Orleans. They love it. They mm-hmm. love the blues I can over imagine. here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of, a lot of American singers, um, ended up over here like Tina Turner came over to Europe and she she lived over in Switzerland you know Mm -hmm. um a lot of the singers back in the day that you know you hear stories how they they found Europe embraced what they were doing more than in the states yeah yeah Mm -hmm. for a lot of the uh the the elder uh soul vocalists or entertainers in general uh when they go over to Europe they find an audience that uh you know, remembers not only their recording sessions and mm-hmm. from back in the day, but who played on them and yeah. all types of particulars. So, I mean, they, they study uh, not only the music, but, but the, 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 the atmosphere, the, the, mm-hmm. into constructing uh, certain recordings. So, uh, yeah, I, I do understand that Europe has a great uh, appreciation uh, American uh, soul music. Yeah, they uh, go crazy for it. <laughs> and, and, and you're you're like fast becoming uh, the the queen of UK soul. <laughs> well, I don't want yeah yeah I don't want to I know the they, I know the person that they call um the UK queen of soul is Misha Paris out here. So she but yeah yeah it's um it's I uh, I'm I'm building an audience out here and. And 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 people are being very are very receptive to the music that I'm creating, and yeah, it feels good. It feels good to have, and um, a, you know, a budding career, a, a budding career happening. Yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah. Um, and I mentioned the absolutely phenomenal band that I uh, experienced you performing with on He Said She Said, um, and I, I don't know if that's some of those, if not all of them, the band members are the band that you you use on a consistent basis, but if you would, please acknowledge the key players, such as uh, those musicians, producers, engineers, et cetera, who've been mm-hmm. instrumental in your current uh, music endeavors in the UK. Yeah, so the the band in that live, he said, she said video, which is, you can watch it on YouTube, um, is, um, oh, they're all um, living, you know, uh, live in London. Um, and, uh, what the drummer is, he's actually from South Africa, but he lives in, uh, um, London. His name is Mike Horn, okay. and then um, g- guitarist is Emlyn Francis, who also is the co-writer and producer on the song. He says she said. Yes. Um, so he starts with the, that guitar riff that opens up the song. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah, he actually yeah. he actually wrote that in the back of a van or, or on the way to a gig. You okay, know, he okay. said that riff. Just came <laughs> yeah, the best best things happen in the back of a van. You know, I don't know. What, yeah, yeah, right. What it is it's about the case. back of the van, but uh, in, it's a lot of inspiration in the back of the van. But uh, yeah. but as you were. <laughs> yeah, and then um, on bass we have Neil Raymond. Um, 
and he's from Australia, but he okay. lives in London. Okay. Keyboard player is also an Aussie, um, Andy Noble. Um, okay. Then on horns, we have two brothers, the, the sax and those are uh, uh, tenor sax and alto sax. So the tenor sax and the trumpet are brothers, David Meehan and Ricky Meehan. And then the guy who blew the crazy sax solo um, is Matt Clackett. Yeah. Um, he's from London. And we have the trombone player, um, Cesari, and um, to be the back backing vocalist, um, is Baby Soul. Um, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Chantal. So yeah, it's um, it's they're all great players and you and know, diverse, we, a diverse, and diverse. Mix of, uh, yeah, diverse yeah. mix of people. All yeah. all wonderful. Um, yeah, and we just went in there and just you know just play some music. <laughs> yeah, and it felt good. If it feels good, mm -hmm. it is good. Uh, mm -hmm. Your latest single, which we'll be listening to shortly, is entitled Whatever Happened to Our Love. Um, mm -hmm. And I believe when we initially made contact, you were in the process of recording it. Um, and the first thing that jumped out at me about this song uh, is its uh, patented, funky, uh, NOLA rhythm bounce, uh, mm -hmm. a la, you know, Alan Toussaint's uh, Yes, Yes, uh, Yes, You Can, Can. And, uh, oh, I love that song. Even oh. nights, Mr. Big Stuff, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's that's how that's the feeling I got from it. Uh, was that intentional or natural occurrence or or both? Was it just in well, the blood? I mean, is that the, that's just how it came out. <laughs> no, actually, the song was written. I wrote the the original song was actually like a doo wop um, kind of feel to it, and I wrote it when I was living in New York City um, with. Um, um, Grammy, he's like a Grammy award-winning producer, um, work with like pretty much everybody. Um, and he kind of like gave it a doo-wop sound. Okay. The lyrics were a little bit more kind of, because I was going through a rough time at the time. So they were like really kind of down and like, oh, whatever happened to I love kind of like a ballad. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> fast forward, I just wanted to revisit the song. I always liked the song. I just rejigged the lyrics a little bit. So it wasn't so pathetic. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Um, and then gave the gave the music a little bounce, you know, so it's more fun. And I think the most important thing is, is that going back to that song and really understanding my sound, having a sound and understanding myself more as an artist, I was able to kind of, you know, give it, give it, um, give it new life right. with who I am. Right. So, um, so yeah, that's what you hear is kind of like, you know, just my current sound and, we wanted you to make it funky, make it funky, make it yeah. bounce. And it is showing up funky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> showing up funky. <laughs> the name of the single is Whatever Happened to Our Love. And I uh, and you typically write all the lyrics to your 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 songs, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, I was gonna ask you what the inspiration was for that, but it's it's in the title, you know. Yeah. And uh, I, I hesitated to even bring it up. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, well, I you know, you, not like, to bring it up. You know, listen, the you go through, you go through look, I, I didn't want you to break down. You know, uh, no, that was a long time but ago. You anyway, it. say what? Yeah, that was a long time ago. Um, it okay. was like a, a, a breakup. You know, the guy that I was dating with, who had the restaurant, the Harlem Night. Right, right, it was, right. It was inspired by that whole kind of um, relationship falling apart. But right. you know, it's it's um it's amazing how when time passed, you Ooh, know, time yes. passes. <laughs> you look back on stuff and you're like, oh god, that was that was, you know, as they say in um, England, that was rubbish. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, I get it. <laughs> that was that was even worth it anyway. So, but you know, you go through things. You don't. I, I have no regrets. You know, things. Life teaches you things. You know, you go it's through a beautiful things. Thing. 
That's right. And um, and I love love where I am. And I wouldn't be here if I, you know, if I wouldn't have gone through certain things. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Because we are the sum of our experiences. That's right. That's yes, what you indeed. have to remember, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and congrats on all the current releases. Job well done. Uh, thank you. I have to mention this. Uh, you have an awesome YouTube series as well that features you with musical accompaniment performing live cover versions of what I would guess are some of your favorite songs. Uh, yeah. How, it, did that come out of the, the, the recent uh, pandemic or the current pandemic as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, so with all live gigs gone and live right. performances, like, and, and there was no kind of end to end in sight, you know, uh, and I was very aware of like, you know, with this social media stuff, you kind of have to like keep your, your your social media channels healthy and you got to post. And during a pandemic, what do you post? You can't post yourself on a beach, you know, or like, you know, it's, it's kind of, it was just kind of weird posting just, just, just random kind of content. So I just say, I need something that's gonna, you know, at least, you know, give some kind of value or something like, you know, mm-hmm. and I said, and I'm singing. So I decided something to brand- that you can feel. Let's borrow from Aretha. You know, you want to give, give, yes. create something that people can feel, you know? Yeah. And I thought, you know what? Let me just set up in my living room. There you go. I saw a couple of people, you know, doing some performance. I said, I'm going to just, just start singing. And I said, it would be nice to kind of have a, a direction. So I, I named it Standing on the Shoulders of Soul Legends. Mm. And it, it just started like paying tribute to, to the greats, you know, all of my favorite soul songs, Otis mm-hmm. Redding, L Green, and just finding my voice in, the, in those songs and live from my living room. So we're 43 episodes in. And since um, I think we launched in the summer of um, last year, and we've just done—I've put out one every Monday. Every Monday, you can get a, okay. a cover version of um, yeah, one of them songs. <laughs> okay, I, I, I wasn't sure how often you released them because it seemed to me like every other day, uh, but, you know, <laughs> every Monday. Uh, every Monday, yeah. That's on record. That's on record. And I must say that yours is a smart model or even a template of how to go about marketing music in the twenty first century uh, optimally, uh, and, and especially regarding the, uh, the, the COVID uh, crisis or pandemic. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So you keep up the great necessary work with that. And listeners, you can search Akantha Lang on YouTube uh, to experience that series as well. And that's uh, A-C-A, N is the Nancy, T-H-A, that's the first name, and Lang, L-A-N-G. Uh, and you, again, you can search uh, Akantha Lang on YouTube to subscribe and view a video series. And for all things Akantha Lang and to listen and purchase music on all streaming platforms, Akantha, if you would, give us your website address. So um, so it's basically Akantha Lang everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah. It's com. You can find, you know, background information and links to stream stuff. I'm on all the streaming platforms. I also, if you want to buy direct, I'm on Bandcamp, um, okay. Twitter, TikTok, all the, <laughs> I'm everywhere. Yeah, so, so for all things Akantha Lang, I just, I guess uh, folks can just do a search of Akantha Lang. Yeah. Again, it's A as an apple, C as in cat, A as an apple, N as a Nancy, T-H-A, Akantha is the first name, and Lang, L-A-N-G is the mm-hmm. last name, and the website, uh, it's acanthalang.com. And listeners, again, we're in conversation with uh, 
the dynamic vocalist and songwriter, Cantha Lang, uh, talking about her most recent musical offerings and for more regarding the woman and her music, can't say it enough, acanthalang.com. That's A-C-A-N-T-H-A-L-A-N-G.com. You just mentioned prior to us uh, 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 commencing this interview that you just kicked off a, a series of live performances. Yeah. Um, so here uh, I live in, I don't know if, you know, your listeners, um, did I mention that I, I live in England? So I live in London, but mm -hmm. on, um, we've talked about Friday, it. We touched on yeah, it. Yeah. Thursday, um, you know, some of the restrictions have been list lifted. So bars can, you know, actually have people in them and clubs and socially distanced. Right. Right. So we, um, this um, venue out in London just uh, opened up, uh, it's called Blues Kitchen, um, opened up a, a, their fourth venue in Manchester, which is like in the north of England. Okay. Um, so we came up on the train, which is about two hours outside of uh, London, and to do a, um, to kick off the grand opening night. So it was my first gig back, um, which was incredible because it was a Nina Simone tribute special. Oh. Um, so it was oh it was amazing um so that was thursday and and um, we have a couple of shows um you know one tonight one yesterday and then i go back to london tomorrow but yeah so i've been gigging well welcome <laughs> back i know it felt congratulations so uh so so surely it felt good to be back on on stage uh what i call the eternal buzz um but uh what was the the capacity like there um, so it was all seated and okay. socially distant seated. Um, I can't, I don't know. Well, more about, so, any, any restrictions at all? In regards yeah, to you know, yeah. Yeah. You have to like, you couldn't dance. <laughs> so okay. everyone had to be seated. Um, okay. And of course, mask, you know, when you're walking around, you have to put your mask on. Right. But it did feel like, you know, we're close to kind of like some kind of normality because people were kind of dancing in there you know and everyone's smiling and we had a room room of people actually listening to live music and um you know people were just buzzing um i know we were we were when we came off stage it was like yeah it's, it's just you know i think that was my first gig back playing with a you know a drummer you know like a full band yeah um, yeah yeah because it's so strange it, it isn't it it's so so strange how i'm you know, a year and a half, you know, no, don't, hardly any live music. That's, that's crazy to think of, think, yeah. think about. What a long, strange trip it's been, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> globally, globally. Well, I'm sure you, you enjoyed that, uh, that, that eternal buzz uh, for some time once you left the stage. Um, but that's awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and perhaps we'll be, we'll be able to experience you stateside in the not too distant future as well. Uh, but in the meantime, we have a wealth of material from you to enjoy in cyberspace and, uh, as in this case, on the radio airwaves, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, so you mm -hmm. keep up the great necessary work. And Akantha, thanks again to Bundes for spending some time with us. Uh, we wish you only the best with your present <laughs> and future endeavors. Uh, and don't hesitate to reach out to us if you need to. Okay, Lee. Thank you so much for having me. And um, yeah, wherever you are listening, Thank you so much for tuning in and um, hopefully, um, yeah, we could connect and um, you guys could follow my musical journey. Thank you. Absolutely. Hold tight for me, Akantha. Listeners, right. we, we've been in conversation with dynamic vocalist and songwriter Akantha Lang in regards to her most recent 
uh, musical offerings and for all things again uh acantha lang it's acantha lang.com that's a-c-a-n-t-h-a-l-a-n-g.com boom and from there acantha uh what's going to happen i'm going to go right into your latest single okay okay 